a visit to Southeast Asia recently, I went to see a new botanical garden in Laos. Coming from Edinburgh, where the botanics are such a popular attraction, it seemed like an interesting place to go. It's very remote. So remote, I felt a bit far from home and I certainly didn't expect to find any local connection. But there is strong international cooperation in the botanical field and I was delighted to discover that one of the strongest relationships is with the Royal Botanic Garden in Edinburgh. When I came back, I went to see Dr. Mark Newman, who is a ginger plant specialist, and he told me about his connection with Fatad K in Laos. The reason that I'm really here to, in to interview you today, or to speak to you today, is because you've been very much involved with a brand new botanical garden in Laos, and I'm going to get you to say the name because I can't say it. The name is Patatke Botanical Garden and it's on the edge of Luang Prabang which is the old capital of Laos. I was involved at the beginning uh, because the director of the garden, Rick Gadella, uh, contacted me. I'd already been working in Laos for some years by then. He was busy trying to establish this garden. Uh, some colleagues of mine from horticulture who went out and ran a training course uh, called Basic Horticulture I think. So they were training Lao people with actually not very much English how to do simple things like mix potting soil because uh, the Thai and the Lao languages are very similar and they can understand each other so they were helping to translate for each other and um, I've given a little bit of support from a distance. But I asked Dr Newman what he would be doing in Laos when he visited. With the other student we'll go collecting wild gingers in the centre and north of Laos and this is a project funded by the French government to its former colonies. And, and, and then what? Then the idea is that most um, countries have signed the Convention on Biological Diversity, which has been in existence for, most, uh, for many years now. And ten years ago now was to run a training programme in Laos where we brought about 20 people together and taught them how to identify plants by using a scientific key and um, to use the scientific names. We think there are probably eight or 10,000 species in Laos. Compare that to Britain that has about 2,000. Uh, certainly by comparison to its neighbors, it's a land of mountains and rivers. And that's one of the things that is um, helping to make it more prosperous, but also having a quite a deleterious uh, uh, effect on the environment, which is uh, building hydroelectric dams. So most of the electricity is actually consumed in Thailand and Vietnam and not by Lao people. So if you go to Laos, you'll find yourself eating in the dark because they don't have much electricity. It all goes abroad and makes hard currency for the government. When, when you get there, um, are, you, are you hoping to see uh, big improvements or, or what, are you, what are you hoping for? I'm sure I will um, because it opened to the public either last year or the year before. I think it was just last year. And when I last saw it, they were still making paths and digging beds and deciding what kind of groups of plants they were going to try to show to the people. But the fundamental idea that uh, Rick Gadella had from the beginning was to have this botanic garden very near. You have a lovely boat ride across, across the Mekong River. And is this something that the Botanic Garden in Edinburgh does a lot? I mean, do you do a lot of collaborations with other gardens elsewhere? We do. Um, we've done quite a lot 
in China and currently we have a project here to revise the flora of Nepal. So several of my colleagues go to Nepal each year two or three times and part of that has certainly been to help them redevelop their existing botanic gardens. Well thank you very much for speaking with us. You're very welcome. Thank you.